This program is sponsored by the partners and friends of True Agape Christian Church. But God say, with me in you, I have given you the capacity. Amen. And go and get what you need. Go and get what you want. It's in you. Amen. I am in you. And you can get what you want with me in you. Hallelujah. You have to look at it this way. Is God lacking anything? Neither are you. The difference is that he knows that he's not. You don't know that. Come on. Come on. Amen. And that is why we are called people of faith. Because we live by faith, then we know that it's ours because it's his. So we live our lives that way. Glory be to God. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Do you know that Roman 10 and 14 ends by saying these words, how shall they hear without a preacher? Well, get ready to hear and receive a faith-filled preacher, Pastor Clifford Kraft, who is about to deliver you a word straight from God. Now, here is today's message. Now, I said that because I want to bring it back to your remembrance. This is a man who does not claim to know God. He's not born again, so he certainly does not get his knowledge and information from the Bible. But he, no doubt, at some point, will write a book and release the book about what scientists have discovered, which means that the world, at some point, will catch up with what the Christians have should have known a long time ago. And because our traditional churches don't teach certain things in their churches, I don't know why they don't, but they don't. It caused the people to perish, according to Hosea 4, 6. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And because they won't give the people the truth from the scripture, The people live a life that's way beneath their privileges, way beneath where God has exalted them through Christ Jesus. Just recently, my brother-in-law and I was, we were at a, a funeral. He asked me after the funeral, what do you think about the message? I said, the preacher is a thumper. I said, he, he can go. I ain't going to take nothing from him. He can preach. Jesus Christ, he can preach. I said, but I, I disagree with a lot of things that he said. He said, I thought you were going to say that. Because here's a man with, with a lot of education, had been trained to preach. And boy, not only is he trained, he has talents. You can see that. He's gifted. He knows what to do with his voice. The man can preach. <clears throat> I say, had he known the truth, he'd told his church up. <laughs> he'd have told me up too. Because <laughs> he could preach. Amen. No joke. But he took more than 30 minutes and glorified death. He did. I said, I can't. I said, all preachers will say something about death when somebody dies. I said, but he took more than 30 minutes to glorify death. I was just almost mesmerized that, preacher, what are you doing? And Larry, you know for yourself, he stayed there a long time. He just wasn't going to move from that place. He basically has trained the congregation that was there and those that were visiting, amen, how to not only accept death, but to love it. Mm. Wow. Am I right, lad? Yes, you did. I said, Jesus Christ. Well, well, you, you see, that's why every once in a while I will expose some stuff. I'm learning not to say certain things from the pulpit. 
because if people are loving going to church wherever they go, I'm not going to be the one that, you know, deter them from going, at least they're going to church, my God. Amen. At least they're in church. I wouldn't want to be the one to say the wrong thing so that now they don't want to go to nobody's church because they don't know who to trust. Amen. But I think it's, it's sad that the preacher refused to preach the Bible. Amen. Paul talks about the, the whole counsel of God, mm-hmm. that we are to preach in every aspect of life, everything pertaining to life. Amen. That's why God entrusts pastors to do that. Make certain that his people know how to make it in this life, how to survive. And not only survive, but do what? Overcome Overcome it, (laughs) conquer it. The Bible teach. So that's why I'm I'm throwing this on you. You know what I mean? I just want you to see where I'm coming from and know what I'm doing. Amen. Amen. Um, This man of God has a lot to say about this subject. The word of God. Amen. That if you use it in your life daily, it becomes your medication in the cabinet. (laughs) Amen. You can take it down anytime you're sick. And it works for... (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. Only only medicine bottle where it works for the whole body, everything. The mind... The emotions, everything. 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 Glory be to God. And so that's what this is about. Okay, y'all. Amen. I don't want you to get bored with me. I want you to be excited about what we're talking about here. This one here I just gave you. So a lot of people didn't get it. Amen. It's called being purified by the word of God. Shapriso, you feel like it, baby? My voice is just all messed up here. Amen. I try. If you, you do it? Okay. You have it? Well, I give it to someone else. Anybody want it? No. Yes, sir. You should have had the one that does, so you can see it. You can. It's okay. I can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. The Apostle Paul, in the 11th verse of 1 Corinthians 6, makes a striking statement to establish the present state of the Corinthian Christians, Come on. emphasizing that they were washed, sanctified, and justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. How profound. Observe the Spirit's communication through Paul. He didn't say, such are some of you. Rather, he said, and such were some of you, referring to the unrighteous characters listed in verses 9 and 10. But how were they washed by the Spirit? Through the Word. In John 15, 3, the Lord Jesus addressing his disciples said, Now ye are clean through the Word which I have spoken unto you. He purified them by his word. As he spoke his words of sanctification and righteousness to them while they listened, they were purified. Blessed be God. The same thing happens today as we share the word of God. As the people listen, their hearts are purified from all unrighteousness. Many have testified that as they listen to us share, the word of God, or as they meditated on the scriptures, suddenly they seemed to have been transported in the spirit. They felt enraptured in God's bliss and love. The word got rid of everything unwholesome, unpleasant, or unclean. How wonderful. We're made pure by the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, darling. I, uh, this is the last one. Uh, This one is taken uh, 
DJ, I think you're working with that. This one is taken from July 23. Um, okay. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Oh, okay. Okay. No problem. I'm going to read this one here and then I let, I let it go. Okay. Um, it's from July. How many of you all still get these books every month? Are you, are you getting them over on social media? You got the app for it. Okay. You have the app too. Very good. Awesome. Awesome. All right, so this one here is from July 31, and it talks about the worry propels you to do. Philippians 2.13, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The word of God is a propelling force. It's a propelling power. It gives you the spiritual motivation and enables you to do. The word effectually works in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire to actualize your dream. Success comes from doing. That is, acting, not from seeing only. There are many with great ideas in business, politics, ministry, etc., that never came to light because they never took action. If only they meditate on the word. Joshua 1 and 8 from the Amplified Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you should meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you should have good success. Wisely rather, deal wisely and have good success from the Amplified. Notice it didn't say, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night and also observe to do. Neither did it say, meditate on it and do it. No, rather it says, if you truly meditate on the word, you cannot but do. Uh -huh. In other words, as a result of meditating on the word, you become what you meditate on. Uh, uh. Now, now listen to me, and then I move on. For years, we talked about, those of you that's been around, especially for some years in Everton, we talked about then that whatever is lacking in your life is a lack of the word in that area. That's right, that's right, that's right. You remember that. And I mean that sincerely, whether it be me or you. Whatever is lacking in our lives, it is only a lack of the word of God in that particular area. How about that? How about that? Now, to the, to the, the, the sweet mama, you know, she's a sweet lady. Everybody crazy about her. She cook for people. She does things. But she stays sick a lot. Amen. Watch this here. It shouldn't be so. <clears throat> no. Because consider what the words say. Amen. By his stripes we are what? Healed. What it is, she's not hearing that enough. Amen. For her mindset to change in that area. Consider that. Consider that. The fact that we have to renew our mind only says that our mind has to change about something that we have believed all of our lives. 
Are you considering that? I'm going to say something. Amen. DJ, you got to cut this, I guess, because I'm going to say it. Amen. One of the reasons why in just about any city, in fact, any city you go in, amen, you have the nicer homes that's in the suburb, and you have the high-rise, or you have the projects in, in, in our neighborhood, in our community. And those children who were born there, amen, a lot of times it becomes generational. Their children will live in the projects too. A lot of them. Few of them get out. Most of them stay in there. It is because nothing is changing the way they see life. Are you with me, somebody? Amen. And so there are a lot of things that they're not going to hear in school. Uh huh. And if they do, it's going to be said in such a way that it's going to be over their heads. Mm-hmm. Glory be to God. And so, if they don't know, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? What they have seen. Yeah. Glory be to God. And so, that's why it is so important that when a person becomes a child of God, that they spend quality time in the Word, man. Quality time, man. And quantity time. If that's not true, then Paul wouldn't have written in Colossians 3.16, what? What did he write? Let the word of God dwell in you richly, in abundance, that is. Let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom. It is, hallelujah, it is that you partake of the word as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to have a whole lot to say about uh, watching television. Whenever I, I deal with that, I always feel bad after I said it. But it is true that some people spend entirely too much time watching the television. And a lot of what they look at It's nothing that will help them. It's not. It's not. And so if you're not getting the power of God's word in your life that is able to change you, we're not talking about just information. God's word has the inherent power to transform anybody's life. Change them. Hallelujah. And that's why it's going to be so important that we do that. I'm going to read the rest of this right quickly. In fact, in fact, that's what it says. Colossians 3.16 says, To let the word of God dwell in you richly, have it in your spirit in abundance because of what it does in you. When you're in church, for example, the word is being taught. There's a ministry of the word going on at such times. Your spirit is being built, strengthened, and stirred to act on the, the promptings, ideas, and visions that come to you from God's word. Wow. Wow. A brother that used to be with us years ago asked Gwen and, and myself to uh, come to his house. He wanted us to see the new house that he was building. When we walked in the house, <laughs> both our mouths dropped because we had never seen a house designed like that before. 
I mean, just creative. He said, do you know where I got the idea from the building house? I said, I have no idea. He said, why are you a preacher? He said, I should have been listening. He said, but I was sketching. (laughs) He did the blueprint of his house while sitting in church listening to the word of God. That's the power of the word of God. That's the power of the word of God. To give you creative ideas. Hallelujah. To give you that. I think I think I want to I think I'm going to be I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to become an entrepreneur. I think I'm going to get in business. I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do that. Amen. Guess where it come from? The power of the Holy Spirit on the word of God. Being breathed into your spirit. Amen. As the word come forth. Where you get that from, Pastor? 2 Corinthians chapter 3. That's where it come from. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. The word Amen, has the power of the Holy Spirit on it. And when it is spoken, it is breathed into your spirit. God Almighty. That's why many people have gotten healed without anybody laying hands on them. Amen. They were taken in what was being said. Hallelujah. And that word began to heal their bodies while they were just sitting there. Hallelujah. Come out the church and say, God, something. God. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. The power of the word of God. Hallelujah. Can correct the mind of a crazy person. Yes, sir. You know that too, don't you, baby? Sure can. Uh, Sister Ann used to bring her patients with her to church. Amen. They, 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 one of them in particular, I want to talk about two of them, but one in particular, uh, Miss Mary, Miss Mary, amen. Supposedly, she had the mind of a child. Supposedly, amen, she, she couldn't do anything on her own. Uh, Ann had to basically watch her while she was at the church with us, amen. We watch God take that woman's mind, amen. Oh, God, oh, God, and just change Mary's life. Am I right about it? All of us were shocked, amen. We shouldn't have been, but but the truth is, it's just amazing to see God do that. Uh, Geraldine Rucker, wherever she's at today, amen. When I met that that lady, I met her at a tent service. I was praying for people after the tent service, and she got in line, and I could see her in line, and I was dreading having to put my hands on her. Okay, go ahead and cuss me out, but but I was. I was, because... you know, the lifestyle she was living, it, it was shown on her, you know what I mean? She living in the streets. She was on crack cocaine for years. And she was just having a bad life. Her life was a little bit worse than our other sister that wrote the book yeah. mm-hmm. and, led the, and led the praise team. Yes, sir. Yeah. Y'all remember her? Yeah. Amen. Think about this. Think about this. Geraldine could hardly talk. She had about a third grade education. She couldn't read nothing in a book. And that's the truth. Amen. She went from, I almost want to say from rags to riches. (laughs) Because, Because she didn't have anything. Didn't have nothing. Nothing. Hair matted down on her head. Amen. She just looked a mess. As I said, I didn't want to put my hands on her. Amen. But when she came up to me, amen, by that time I had got over myself. (laughs) Prayed for her, amen. She went down. She got back up. I prayed for her again. She went down. Amen. Long story short, when they told me that that lady was running behind the church bus, to get to church. That's right. 
That's right. Amen. She attended church on Wednesdays and Sundays and any other day the church door was open. Odessa, this lady didn't have changing clothes. But we watch how her life transformed. Is that right? Amen. Amen. And before we knew it, she was wearing diamond rings on her hand. Am I right, Sister Regina? And when she would shout, amen, diamond rings would go everywhere. We watched God totally transform that lady's life. When she called me one day and said, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor. I said, what is it? She said, I can read. I can read. I said, praise God. You want to hear me read? I said, yeah, let me hear you read. Amen. And she read, amen, uh, the book of John, chapter 1, chapter 2. I said, that's enough now. That's enough. <laughs> she wanted to read on. Amen. So people, all that I'm trying to say is that the word of God is able to do that to anybody's amen. life. Amen. Anybody's life. And that's the truth. Y'all believe me? Yeah. All right, then. So uh, for the next 10 minutes, then, I want to give you these scriptures. The, these scriptures, I promise you, you know them. You know these verses that we're about to look at. Only thing that I'm asking you to do today is that when I give them to you on purpose, intentionally, I want you to raise your hands. This is something that you don't practice. I just want to teach you what the Africans do. Amen. And it's amazing what the word do for their lives. I just want you to receive it. Amen. Let it come into your heart. You, amen, is the keeper of your own gate. Amen. Let the word into you. Glory be to God. And what do you want to do? You want to hold the word there. Hallelujah. And I don't mean literally, physically walk out of here hugging yourself. I'm only trying to say that you ought to let the word dwell in you. What does the scripture teach us about that? It says that when, when the word goes into a person's heart and they don't understand it. In other words, they put no value on what they have read. It says immediately Satan comes and steals the word out of their heart that they have received. Uh, that was sown into their hearts. Amen. I'm asking you to not to let him do it. Don't let him do it. Amen. The word is rich and full of power to transform any situation depending upon how you receive it. Are you there? Okay. Let's go then. I want you to turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 8. The book of Romans is a marvelous book, but uh, chapter 8 just take the whole case. Amen. And uh, chapter 8, I want to read 1, 2, 3, 4. About five verses. Start with me then in verse 28. And we know that some things work together for... All huh? All <laughs> that all things work together for good to those who love God. Amen. To those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew... He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Did you hear that? Yes. All right. 
that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Here we go. Now, here's the verse. He who did not spare his own son, but deliver him up for us all, how shall he not with him, with Jesus, also freely give us all things? Did you hear that now? Also freely give us all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Never let nobody tell you what you can't have. Hallelujah. The Bible said God gave his, his son up to perish the way that he did, to die the way that he did. Shamefully, he died, naked on the cross. He died in shame. The Bible said he made shame for us. The scriptures say he could not even be recognized as a human being. He took that for us. So the Bible says, if God permitted that to happen for you, how much more would he freely give you what? All things. God Almighty. I said freely give you all things. So what does God want you to have? All things. Let's prove that. First Corinthians chapter 3. These are scriptures you need to have deep in your spirit. You need to have them there. Not just know them in your head. You need to have them planted deeply into your spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. All right. I'm reading four verses. Uh, maybe more. Let's see. Verse 18. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seem to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the, the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they are futile. Verse 21. Therefore, let no one boast in men. For all things are who? Mine. All things are who? Mine. I just told you. Let's at least read to verse 23, and that's the end of the chapter. Verse 22, whether Paul or Apollos, a Cephas of the world, life or death, or things present, or things to come, all things are yours. Amen. And you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. Yeah. All things are yours. Why are all things mine, God? Why? Why is that? Is it because you're a joint heir with Jesus? And all things belong to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you are in his body. The Bible says he's the head of the church, and you are in the body. My head, my body. My head, my body. Amen. Wherever my body is going, my head is there. Wherever my head tells me to go, my body goes. Amen. Do you get that? The Bible says that Christ is the head of the body, the church. All things belong to you. All things belong to you. All things. All things are yours. 
Well, Pastor, is somebody just going to, you know, just, just give it to me, Pastor? Amen. Let me tell you something. That happens from time to time. If I was you, I wouldn't depend on it to come like that. Every once in a while, you know what I mean, that does happen. I have a lot of stuff given to me. A lot of stuff given to me. Amen. But not because I was dependent on somebody to give me something. But all things are yours. Well, how do I get it, though? Pastor, I don't understand this stuff. How do I get it? All things are mine, but yet I, I don't have it. Let me tell you something what God did. He told Israel, he said, I have, a, I have a, some land for you. He said, it's a big country. Oh, it's a humongous country. He said, houses are built. He said, there are all types of trees to eat from. He said, oh, this land is rich. It is a very rich land. He said, I'm giving it to you. And they standing there. <laughs> he said, now go take it. Huh? God said, go take it. And the Bible tells us, amen, that when the spies went to see what it looks like, and they came back and gave the report what the land looked like, they also brought the proof of what the land was like. The Bible said the fruit was so Big and plush, amen. They had to carry it on their shoulders, amen, to let them see what the fruit looked like in that land. Ah, it's wealth there, big time wealth, amen. But then out of the 12, 10 say, but I don't see how we're going to take it. The giants in the land, there were only two. They said, we can take them. God says ours. Yeah. We can take it. Yeah. You say, what's the difference in the old and the new? I got news for you. Amen. God tell me that you are an heir of Abraham. Yeah. The Bible said the world belonged to him. You say, but I don't get it. They're going to bring me something. No, I don't think so. Not in this world we live in. Amen. But God say, with me in you, I have given you the capacity, amen, and go and get what you need. Go and get what you want. It's in you. Amen. I am in you. And you can get what you want with me in you. Hallelujah. You have to look at it this way. Is God lacking anything? No. Neither are you. The difference is that he knows that he's not. You don't know that. Come on. Come on. Amen. And that is why we are called people of faith. Because we live by faith, then we know that it's ours because it's his. So we live our lives that way. Glory be to God. Amen. You ready? You ready? Give you some ideas. Amen. I, I want to write down all the things that I want to enjoy before I leave this world. So I write them all down, right? Yeah. Amen. God, how do I go about accessing this? How do I go about getting these things? Amen. He said, whatever you put your hands to, I'm going to bless you. Yeah. Whatever you put your hands to, I'm going to be with you. Yeah. Amen. I'm going to prosper you through whatever you put your hands to. Yeah. Hallelujah. So with your faith in God, hallelujah, you go put your hands to something and you give God praise. You thank God for it. Hallelujah. And you act like it in the name of Jesus. That you're supposed to prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. You say, I'm a rich man. I'm blessed by God. Hallelujah. And this is where I live my life. So wherever I'm working on a job, I make the job my ministry, Diane. It's my ministry. Amen. When my ministry time is over, Odessa, he moves you on. Amen. He promotes you. He promotes you. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Depending on how much you want to do, 
depending upon how much you want to achieve and what you want to give, God enable you to do just that. You can't go into that job, seeing yourself in that position as something permanent. It is not permanent. Glory be to God. So never look at it as being permanent. Why? Because you're going somewhere, baby. You didn't come here to park. You didn't come here to stay. It is a ministry. You come, you come here to accomplish what God sent you to accomplish. Amen. And you're always looking straight ahead. Glory be to God. As God enable you to come into finances, amen, you don't never forget where you came from. Never forget. Amen. And then when you have written down about the things that you desire to have and things you want to accomplish, just sign it off. Just mark it off as you do it. You cannot walk with God five years, amen, without scratching stuff off. You're going to scratch it off, baby. You're going to scratch it off. Amen. You have faith that you could do it. The reason why you put it on the wall in the first place. I want to see it come to pass. And it shall come to pass. I shall have everything that God said I'm supposed to have. And can't nobody keep me from it because it's mine in the name of Jesus. Amen, somebody. So what I say? How much of it belong to you? All right. I want you to look, please, at 1 Timothy 6 and 17. I'm almost finished. Because we read about all that the word would do for us, right? We want to read some of these things, amen. Hallelujah, that we want the word to do for us. 1 Timothy chapter Six. Verse 17. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, not to trust in uncertain riches, but always, I'm adding always, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Do you hear me? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our father is not poor. Therefore, he didn't want his children to think like they're poor. Hallelujah. To live in this world, amen, thinking like you're poor is a person, amen, who denied their own papa. You deny your own father. He is rich. Wants you to act like it. You can't tell me that God don't want you to act like it. I can prove it to you. It, the Bible says you're a royal priesthood. Now, now, he wouldn't call you that if he didn't want you to know. He wants you to know that you're a royal. Lift your hands up. You need to put your hands up? Yes, since I've been talking. Put your hands up. Amen. Say, I'm royal priesthood. I want you to receive this shit. Some of y'all just say, I'll tell you what law and mercy I feel. Amen. Receive it. Receive that. I'm royal. Come on. Royal. Come on, Brandon. Show them how to do it, baby. I'm royal. I'm royal. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm royal. I'm royal. Glory be to God. Amen. I'm Riga. Hallelujah. I belong to God. Amen. And being rich and regal, amen, I'm not a stingy man. No, 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 amen. I'm going to help my father with this kingdom that is on earth. Huh? He's allowing me to stay here. Did he take me home yet? But then he want me to stay here, amen. And while I'm here, I'm about my father's business. Amen. So I'm rich. Amen. Mm -hmm. Good God Almighty. Every time I say that, I just all down in my bones. Amen. I'm rich. Somebody say I'm rich. All down in my bones. I'm rich. I'm rich. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
not a poor man. Hallelujah. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, as a man believeth in his heart, so is he. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm not a poor man. I'm a rich man. Hallelujah. I'm a rich man. Glory be to God. Mashanda. Mashanda. Mayarokonde say. Mayarokonde. The Bible says you can have whatsoever you say. Somebody say, I'm a rich man. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. As he thinketh, as he believeth in his heart, God says, so is he. I believe I'm a rich man. So therefore I talk like a rich man. Therefore I walk like a rich man. Therefore I act like a rich man. Hallelujah, glory be to God. They say, they say he's strutting around here, amen. You know, who do you think you are, sir? I said, oh, they didn't tell you, huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. I like hanging out with all these rich folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on. Do a couple more with me, will you? Come on, do a couple more. Go to Second Peter, if you will, please. Hallelujah. Amen. As I say, these are scriptures that you know. I'm only trying to get you today to not just know them mentally. Amen. Amen. Come on. But to know them spiritually and then experientially. Amen. Amen. Let it be by experience the reason you know. Hallelujah. Somebody say, how you know? Well, I got it. I own it. I know it now. Say, for years I just spoke it. But today I got it. According to the Bible, that is nothing but the absolute truth. Isn't it? Oh, come on. Y'all act like we're just playing games here. We're not playing no games. Amen. Why? Why? Jesus said to Peter, Peter, if you shall say to that mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into a sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things which you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. Didn't he say it? Hallelujah. Just think about that for a minute. You can have whatsoever you say. You ain't saying nothing. I don't know why I can't get you to say something, man. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, whatsoever you say. You got to say something. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for my what you call. You know, for my, you know, for my what you call. I thank you, Lord God, for it. In the name of Jesus, I give you praise for it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I can just see it sitting out there right now. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, what's wrong with the saints? Amen. They don't say nothing. They don't say anything. They have a lot of thoughts. But he didn't say according to what you think. He said according to what you say. Hallelujah. You have to say something. Wow. Where are y'all now? Y'all with me? All right. So here we go. Verse 1. Simon Peter, a bond servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of God, our, our Savior, and Savior, rather, Jesus Christ. Verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So grace and peace multiplied in the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Come on. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. It's just amazing. It's just amazing what God has done for the people of God. Hallelujah. 
And God said, if, if they only knew. If they only knew. And, and what else did he say, Debbie? If they would only let, if they would only let me help them. Isaiah 119. If they would only let me help them. God said, I'll make them rich. I'll make them rich. If they would just let me help them. God Almighty. Hallelujah. Now, the King James don't say that. Amen. You have to get, uh, I believe, the Amplified Bible. What is it? The Messenger Bible? Yeah, look at one of the other translations in the Bible. Amen. Gosh, I want, I want to do something for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God Almighty. Everybody that Jesus encountered, he lifted them. Come on. And he lifted them from one degree to the next degree. Have you ever noticed that in God, he never stopped lifting? He just lifts us. Good God Almighty. Amen. That's the reason it doesn't bother God at all where you are when you first meet him. Doesn't bother him at all. He already knows that if you would accept him, and believe him. He already know what he can do with your life. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Hallelujah. There's a scripture in the Old Testament say he take you from the dust hill. Amen. Come on. And sit you with princes. That's what he does. Wherever he finds you, he ain't satisfied. Amen. He's about to catapult your life. He's about to put you somewhere where the devil can't reach you. Hallelujah. And where others just look on. Amen. And jealousy and envy and wish that they could have... Hey, that's what he does. God knows how to make people curious. <laughs> when he take old nobody. I know what I'm talking about. You, you looking at me. I know what I'm talking about. When he take old nothing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. And I used to say he take him and dip him in the blood. And then, and then blow on him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. He cleaned your life up, amen, and then fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Get you ready for something. Glory be to God. Y'all got time for one more? Oh, you ought to have one time. One more Sunday, I feel God. Look at Psalms 84, please. All of these scriptures you know. Amen. You're supposed to be lifting your hand and taking it in. You, you'll get it tomorrow. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey! Woo! Psalms, Psalms 84. Psalms 84. You ready? Here we go. Verse 11, verse 11, Psalms 84, 11. What does it say, y'all? For the Lord God is a sun and shield. Uh-huh. The Lord will give grace and glory. Yes, he will. No good thing will he withhold from those that walk up. <laughs> Say no good thing. I tell people you got baby, you got to know what a good thing is. Because God said, I ain't gonna keep that from you. Ah, amen. There are a lot of people who say, Well, you know, sometimes God said no and don't want you to have a certain thing. I said, then it must not be no good. Because <laughs> everything good. <laughs> Don't you have everything that's good, somebody? Hallelujah. No wonder you couldn't buy that Volkswagen when you tried to buy it. <laughs> what? A Pinto. <laughs> Gosh, no, you won't be driving no Pinto now. <laughs> somebody say, you know, Pastor, you know, it, was, it wasn't much, Pastor. It was just a little white Pinto. 
Yeah, God said, you won't be driving it, though. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want y'all to know, amen, at one time in my life, I owned one. Didn't the queen? I told her how to drive it. It was a four in the floor, a five in the floor, whatever it was. Amen. Amen. She had never driven a stick before. Amen. I said, well, come on, come on. I'm going to teach you how to do it. Amen. And we got in that thing, man. She struggled to get the gears, you know, da-da-da. We got all the way to, to uh, uh, where you're coming up from uh, Oak Street to get on uh, West Broad Street, right, from downtown. And you're on the hill, the light caught her. Right down the hill. And she on the hill saying, oh, Cliff. Oh, Cliff. I said, come on, baby. You're, no, Cliff, I can't do it. I said, girl, I'm not coming over there. You're going to drive this thing yourself. She said, Cliff. She cried. Cliff. People behind her just blowing. I said, Gwen, you got to get it out of here. After a while, she came off that clutch and hit that gas. Dude. Hey. We were going down Broad Street in that pinto. She didn't know what gear she was hitting. She just hit it again. <laughs> I mentioned that pinto because we pushed it more than we drove it. Gosh, <laughs> I don't want you to have no pinto. I don't want you to drive no pinto. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Y'all do this last one with me. Amen. And we'll call it quits. Amen. Psalms 34, please. Psalms 34. Huh? Verse 9 and 10 in Psalms 34, and y'all read that together like you did the last time. One and two and three, read. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for there is no one to those that fear him. The young lions laugh and suffer hunger. But those that seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. You better believe it. Huh? Any good thing, though. Any good thing. God said, you ain't going to lack nothing good. I'm going to see to it, amen, that you have it. Glory. <laughs> you ain't going to lack no good thing. How many of y'all listen to me today? Now, you think about how we struggle to survive. I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to agree with me more than likely, but if you consent, con, con, continue to meditate on the word and over a period of time, you're going to see that it is the truth. It's God's ways, you see. The Bible said God's ways does not change. I guarantee you that most of your struggles will be in the days when you don't feel like you qualify for much. Watch this here. That's when you barely getting along. That's when you go into grocery stores looking for all the cheap meat. Mm -hmm. That's when you go in a store, amen, trying to find the cheap stuff. You're struggling in life because your mind is not what God's mind is for you. Oh, I can prove it by scripture. I can take the Bible, amen, and whip you with it. Because the truth is, it is true, amen, that God is permitting us because he does not override our will. God is permitting us, amen, to think poor as long as we think poor. So we struggle because we believe that that's what God will allow us to have based upon what we got in our pockets. Uh, okay, okay, you not got to say that again. Let me walk, let me walk, because I got to say that one more time. Amen, because it is so true when you consider what the scripture teach. Amen. God permits because he does not override our will. So he permits us to stay poor and to think poor, amen, until we catch up with him, amen, and believe what he says about us. If the Bible tells me that God wants me to have all good things, 
But, uh, but all I do is quote it because it's feel good, make me feel good when I read it, but I don't act on it and I don't believe it. Amen. I'm going to always be trying to catch some sale somewhere. Amen. Not because it's something that I see that I want to buy. It's because I believe that that's all my money would allow me to have. Something is wrong with that right there. See? I mean, if I buy the leather coat, amen, because, you know, that's what I really like and it's on sale. Hey, I just, I just happen to, hey, it's on sale, but I like it. I like it. It's something that I want to wear. Amen. But I don't go around looking for the cheap leather. Amen. You know, based upon my money, because my money, amen, can't speak for me. God has already spoken for me, amen, and I'm not going to let dead presidents, amen, tell me that what God said is a lie. Glory be to God. Think about that. I've been preaching for years telling people dead people can't tell you what to do. Oh, y'all slow. How can a bunch of dead men tell me how I can live when God has already told me, good God Almighty, I feel this, God has already told me how I'm supposed to be living. Amen. I'm not going to let Lincoln tell me how to live. He did what he could do to help me out. Amen. Glory be to God, but he can't tell me now. Just think about it. Amen. Oh, I feel this. And my great-great-grandpa, great-great-great-great-grandpa, has seen in the Bible that Jesus Christ had made him free. What Lincoln said to him would have been, uh, would have been no new news. No new news. He said, Lincoln, I already know that. Okay. Okay, y'all think I'm being ugly. I'm not being ugly. Amen. You have to understand something. We have been allowing people, circumstances, amen, to dictate to us how we are to live. We have been allowing, amen, the boss man and the employer to tell us how we can live. I'm going to make it clear. I'm going to make it clear so that you don't go to work tomorrow and act ugly. Amen. Don't do that. Because Jesus said, amen, that do all our works unto him and not unto man. Amen. And if you're doing it unto him, amen, then you're supposed to do it right. Because you're doing it unto the Lord. Get that now. Amen. Amen. But don't be living a life, amen, based upon what people want you to have and how they see you. You already know what they promise to give you every week or every month, whatever, every two weeks. And you already know that they, they showed, they told you their, their value of you. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, the very first time they said you $12 an hour, that's what they think about you. Are you, are you recording this? Record this. Amen. Amen. Uh, and then, you, you know, if you stay here and you do your work right, in other words, you'd be a good boy, amen, a good girl, amen. We, we might give you 50 cents, amen, and next year, amen. Come on. All right? And then if you continue to work for us, amen, before you know it, amen, we'll be giving you a dollar raise every year that, until we get you to a max, amen, uh, uh, $17. And that's the way we're going to max out right there. Are you with me? You're smiling because you know that you're just going to use that job for uh, temporarily. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, come on now. Watch, watch when you know the Bible. Now watch how the Bible teaches. Amen. The Bible said uh, to him that stole, what? Let him steal no more that he may take, what? That he may, y'all can't quote it? That he may have to give to him that have not. So then God is not trying to get you to depend on your job. Take care of you. Listen, one, think about this, baby. Aren't you let, let it come in. Okay? You gonna raise your hand for me? All right. If God said to you, because you didn't steal, but I'm talking about, you know. He said, he said that those, amen, that, 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 that steal, uh, this steal. He said, let him steal no more. But let him work with his hands the things that are good that he may have to give to him that have not. All right, now watch this here. 
Amen. If God say my paycheck's supposed to be helping other folks, yeah. and I'm barely able to pay for my own stuff, then God don't say something else to me, praise God too. Amen. Y'all better hear me. Amen. It is only because God never intended for that job, amen, to be your supplier. Come on now. That job ain't your supplier. That job ain't nothing but a ministry. And it's temporary. Shame for people who go in there and try to uh, uh, stay on the job, you know, 20, 30 years and then retire. They ain't going to give you nothing but old, a cheap watch. Look like if you work that long for 30, 40 years, look like they would give you a Rolex. You ain't getting no Rolex out of there. Think about it. Think about that, people. I want y'all to think. Of, I'm trying to get y'all folks to think about it. Amen. So you go on these jobs, amen, and you're doing what you're doing. Get it out of your mind that this is permanent for me and this is where I'm going to be. Please. You're not going to be there. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's only temporary. Hallelujah. In the meantime, amen, you're all in God's presence. Come on. Hallelujah. In the meantime, amen, you're in the word of God. You're seeking wisdom and guidance from him. You're getting understanding from him, comprehension and insight. you got a place that you want to go, and you know exactly where you want to go, and you know exactly what you want to do. Amen. And you the job, you just use it, amen, as a temporary means. Will somebody say amen in this amen. house? Do you mean it from your heart? Amen. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Lift your hands then and give God some praise. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. I thank him for the word. I thank him for the word today. I thank God for the word today. The word has blessed my socks off today. I give God praise for the word today. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Somebody say these words for me. If God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. Amen. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Ah, awesome. Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the Word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.